Thank you. Thank you for helping me get to episode number 250 of the Music Teachers Expand online podcast. This podcast is entirely for you. Episodes are always, always, always inspired by the questions that you bring up to me, the questions that you post in Facebook groups, and the questions you post on Instagram. And of course, questions that come up and conversations I have with my clients and you, the podcast listener. To celebrate the 250th episode, I'm answering some of your most common questions. Hi, I'm Jamie Slutsky, and this is episode number 250 of the Music Teachers Expand Online Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to showing you how to create impact and income online as an independent music teacher. I love these questions. These questions just warm my heart. And I want to thank you for asking them, for reaching out and having a conversation with me, for saying, hey, Jamie, I value and trust you and respect you. So thank you. If you have questions you would like for me to answer here on the podcast or privately, just reach out to me on Instagram. I'm at Jamie Slutsky. And now before we get to the questions, I want to let you know that this episode of the Music Teachers Expand Online podcast is brought to you by Elevate, the online marketing course for music teachers. Elevate is a course that provides a one-two punch to marketing your music lessons, courses, workshops, and more online. Check it out using the link in the show notes. Now, here are the five questions that we are going to be answering today. Why should I use a domain.com email address instead of Gmail? What does my email welcome sequence look like? Do you still recommend Thinkific and ConvertKit? What's the difference between a course, a workshop, a membership, and a masterclass? And what is the greatest lesson you've learned in these 250 episodes? I wrote the questions down, but I did not rehearse or write out the answers. So this is all coming top of mind and let's just get to it, okay? So that first question, why should I use a domain.com email address instead of my Gmail? Okay, this one has a two-part answer. The first one is, is that you want to be using a paid domain email address with your email marketing provider, with ConvertKit or whatever provider you are using because it increases your deliverability and it increases the likelihood that people are going to see that email and it's not going to land in spam. The other reason why we want to use our domain.com email address is for authority building. There is a level of authority that comes with email me at jamie at techofbusiness.com or jamie at expandonlinenow.com or things like that rather than, oh, email me at techofbusiness at gmail.com, which I don't have, so don't use that email address. It creates a nice cohesive unit. And the bonus is that if you have actually built out your domain.com, then when people see your email address that it's at that domain, you're subtly telling them, hey, I have a website too. I have more information available to you through the website. So it just is a winning proposition. You can get started with a domain.com email address for like $10 a month or maybe $12 a month through Google Business 
which means that it's going to look and feel and act just like a Gmail account. It is going to function just the same way as a Gmail account. It's just going to be a new account and it's going to be on your domain level. So that is why I recommend using your domain.com email address. Now, the second question, what does my email welcome sequence look like? When you take a look in the show notes, you'll see that I have a free guide available for you to download, which kicks off my welcome sequence. My welcome sequence sends you that guide right away as soon as you sign up, along with some, you know, just procedural things like joining the Facebook group, listening to the podcast, things like that, and the cadence of the future emails that are coming in the welcome sequence. I have a four email sequence. So I have three additional emails after the one that delivers the guide. The second, third, and fourth emails all include the link to the guide again. Because what I really want is for you to get success from that guide, to use the guide, to feel that it is a beneficial thing, that you've learned something and that you can act on it. So if you got it in the first email and you didn't have time to look at it, but you open my second email, I want to make it easy for you to get that guide again. Also in those emails, I am continuing to build my rapport, build my authority so that you can say, oh yeah, when I'm ready to expand online, Jamie is going to have the right solution for me. And I also invite a two-way communication. Email broadcasts, email welcome sequences are a one-way push. You said, yes, you want that information and I push it out to you. But in reality, I want us to create a two-way relationship. So I'm always inviting us to have a call or for you to respond to my emails and for us to begin an email dialogue or something on social media. So what does my welcome email sequence look like? It's four emails that are sent out over the course of a week, including the guide and warming content, making it so that you are ready to jump right in and create a new online income stream for your music studio. If you do not have an email welcome sequence yet, definitely get started on that sooner than later. The email welcome sequence is something that we cover fairly in depth inside of Elevate. Okay. Our third question, do you still recommend Thinkific and ConvertKit? Hands down, yes, 100%, absolutely. Two reasons that I can tell you right now why I recommend both of these. They have a free tier that you can use to get started. I think it's really important for you not to have the financial stress of making these software tools work for you immediately. There are links in the show notes for trial versions of the paid level of both Thinkific and ConvertKit, but you can always drop down to the free tier when necessary for a period of time. What I think is really important is that you build the cost of your software into the fabric of your business, the fabric of your online studio. We want to be covering those expenses with profit, with income, with new income that is coming from whatever you are doing online. I recommend Thinkific because it's robust, it's flexible, and it works. Truly and seriously, it works so well 
to help students have the experience, learn the knowledge, and feel accomplished with your content. And ConvertKit, we pair that with Thinkific. We create a nice tight integration between Thinkific and ConvertKit so that you can have beautiful emails that communicate information to your students as well as your email list subscribers who are not students in a way that you come across with authority, authenticity, and expertise. That is what these tools are designed to do is to show you in the best light possible. So I know there are thousands of different tools that you could be using. I will continue to recommend Thinkific and ConvertKit because they work and they have your success as the top line value, which I cannot say for all the other companies that are coming online. One, because I haven't researched them necessarily all the way. And two, because I've seen their business models. And suffice it to say, this is where I'd like to see you. Okay, question number four. What's the difference between a course, a workshop, a membership, and a masterclass? Well, the difference is kind of quite a lot. So let me go with the smallest. The smallest container is your masterclass. This is going to be a one hour, one and a half hour, two hour masterclass where you are teaching one specific concept and it's a taster of other opportunities that you have. A masterclass can be either free or paid and often leads into a course or a membership site. So a masterclass is really a lower barrier to entry. Next is a workshop. A workshop is different from a masterclass because a workshop gives time for students to interact with you and engage with you and try things out and experiment and internalize. There might be a workbook. There might be a show and tell type thing. A workshop can be just a single session. More often than not, I recommend that workshops are a weekend workshop or a four-part workshop series that you do on Tuesday nights or something like that. But a workshop is similar to a masterclass that is one concept, but it goes deeper and the student gets a result by going through the workshop. With a masterclass, the student might not have an answer or might not have accomplished something, but with a workshop, yes, they will definitely accomplish something. The next level Huh, do I go with membership or course? I'll go with course because it's finite. A course is my favorite thing to teach online. So I could go pretty far here and I want to make sure that I don't. A course is a multi-module progressive education tool. <laughs> That's a lot of words. Basically, what you're doing with a course is you're taking a student from where they are now to a specific goal with milestones along the way. And you're taking them through a journey. Most music courses are going to be somewhere between four and 12 weeks long. And content will be available on a weekly basis, which allows for students to come back time and time again, and also have time to practice and to perfect and to feel confident with the material that they learned previously. So it's a cumulative process, bringing them towards a goal. Now, a membership. A membership is a very flexible container. 
A membership can contain courses. It can contain workshops. It can contain masterclasses. It can contain a whole lot of different things, including live calls, including some coaching. It is a grab bag. Generally speaking with a membership, the members have the ability to pick and choose what it is that they want to work on that is available inside of the membership. We have a client who recently went through OMCA who created a membership where there were lots of masterclasses. So you can go in and say, oh, I want to learn this. And you can go and you can go through that masterclass. It might be one, two, three videos. It might be eight or 10 videos, but it's all on that one concept. And then this particular client also has a few courses in there and a couple of workshops in there, and it's continuing to grow. That's one really important thing with a membership is that it either has to continue to grow with content or it has to continue to grow with a community or it has to continue to grow with another form of live interaction. If you put all of your content into the membership and you say, I'm not putting anything else in there, then there has to be a reason why people stick around. And that's the key with a membership is that it's ongoing. Okay, now to the last question. What is the greatest lesson I've learned from these 250 episodes? That is the easiest thing. And it's really what I started this entire episode with, listening, listening to my audience, listening to your questions and interacting with you. That is the greatest lesson I have learned is to not assume, is to be curious and to get myself into a place where I am in conversation with you so that I can be better. You know, I did not come from the music education space. I am a techie through and through. If you go back and listen to the first 100 episodes of this podcast, it was the Tech of Business podcast. And then I pivoted and I niched down and I brought it into this expand online space. This music teachers expand online podcast has pivoted because I've listened to you and honed in on helping you to see the opportunities that are available to you online. I'm a much better listener. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, like I said, when I was talking about the welcome sequence, if you want to make money teaching music online and you want something that can be easily implemented, then I want you to download my free guide now so that you can create a new online income stream in the next couple of weeks. Seriously, it doesn't take forever. All you need to do is click the link in the show notes. Okay, thank you so much for hanging out with me here on episode 250. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I will be back with episode 251 in one week's time. So if you are not following the podcast, click the little follow button inside your app right now so that that one is automatically downloaded right where you're listening right now. 